We are your hosts, Sarah. Jeremy, you're over here. <laughs> and this is episode one. This is first ever thing, so uh, bear with us. Could be a wild ride, could be not so good. We'll see. I'm a little nervous, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yep. So, what did we review? What did we watch? Lost Boys. That's right. And 1987, directed by Joel Schumacher, who directed uh, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. Um, He's the nipple Batman. Yes. <laughs> Hard nipples. Flatliners, which also had Kiefer Sutherland in it, St. Elmo's Fire. And the one that shocked me the most was the number 23. I had no what idea. What the hell? Yeah, I had no idea he directed really? that one. Yeah. Nah. I like, I like that no movie. Way. Yeah. That was a really good movie. Oh, interesting. Okay, okay. So Lost Boys, for those that don't know, is a vampire movie. Uh, we got Kiefer Sutherland, Corey Haim. Mm-hmm. Uh, our boy, my boy, Feldman, Corey, the man Feldman. <laughs> the other stars, what? Jason. Jason Patrice. Jason Patrice. Patrice. <laughs> Patrice. Uh, Alex Winter, who is Bill from Bill and Ted. Oh, we determined he was uh, yes, Bill. Yes, I figured it out. While we were watching out. it, I was calling him Bill Ted and that guy. <laughs> Dude. And then the mom is played by Diane West, who was the mom from Edward Scissorhands. I don't know if you remember. Oh, that's I love she's her. so familiar. Okay. Yeah, do you remember she's the Avon lady who found okay. him? Yeah, 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 yeah. she's great. I love her. Um, so, yeah. A little about this podcast. Um, do you want me to go first? Or do you want to go first? Uh, we are a... <laughs> Married couple with no um, film background or anything. We are just... Zero. <laughs> yes. We're just out here talking. Um, big movie fans. No audio background either, so bear with us. Yes. <laughs> Keeping it at 100. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're, we're movie fans. We watch them probably like a couple movies a week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And Sarah's like the Lord of Darkness over here. She <laughs> loves... All the spooky stuff. I love horror movies. So she's got me coming around to those. So I've loved horror movies since I was little. It's been a bit of a push-pull and a love-hate relationship because growing up I was... I had two older brothers. Or I have two older brothers. <laughs> They're still alive. Yes. <laughs> that just got dark again. They become part of the horror movies. <laughs> um... Uh, growing up with two older brothers who loved horror movies, um, being a little girl, it was terrifying, and sometimes my oldest brother <laughs> would play stuff for me un- unexpectedly. Didn't like he, like, record over one of your, like, Little Mermaid or something, and then you put it in there, and then it was, like, yeah, flash-eating ghouls or something? it was supposed to be, like, Sesame Street oh, or okay. something, and my mom was like, hey, I'm gonna pop this VHS in, I'm gonna go upstairs, I'll be back soon, you know? Yeah. And then it was... I forgot what it was called, but it was basically like a mummy zombie who was eating the innards out of somebody, and I just started screaming at the top of my lungs and, and crying. Didn't you guys like make your own horror movies with like 
blood and stuff? Yeah, so my other brother, yes, we would make horror movies with our home video camera. Sometimes I was the murder victim. We would do, like, (laughs) we would do, like, so we'd hold, like, the fake toy knife, like, up against Uh my throat. We'd cut... Then we'd put uh, the fake blood so and we'd shoot it again. You do have a little it. bit of a film background. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I have some acting made experience. Some films. I've made some films <laughs> yeah. before. There were short films. You know. No big deal. Some indies. <laughs> some indies, low budget. But yeah, I've always been. Uh, I, well, it started out, I was really scared, but I kept coming back to it. Like, I remember one time they were watching Child's Play, and I was hiding under the table because Chucky was so fucking scary. But I kept, like, peeking out because I was so intrigued and curious, and I think even still to this day, there's kind of that that fear and even that stuff that keeps you up at night. But yeah. you're still drawn back to it because it's it's a way to vicariously uh experience terror and uh kind of deal with your anxiety and yep there's so many themes and so many things you could draw from so many of these movies mm-hmm. more, more than meets the eye and then uh definitely interesting to think about what you would do in a survival situation not a damn thing. But I'm, I'm gonna die. <laughs> right. But uh, first to die. Yeah, I always loved them. I still love them. Um, yeah, that's pretty much my history with them. What about you? Yeah, I don't have as much of a vast history. I wasn't that much of a movie watcher growing up, so it's kind of cool for me because I'm seeing these older movies now, a lot of them for the first time. Yeah. So it's kind of like hilarious, like some of the Jason movies or you oh, know, they're so good, Kruger <laughs> or any of those. And it, you know, there's still some there's some classics there, but I didn't see them growing up as much. So a little different vibe than you, yeah, coming in later, yeah. Uh, but you know, I saw later stuff like The Ring, uh, Grudge. You know, like those one of those Japanese movies were coming over. Those those are pretty cool. Mm-hmm. They scared the crap out of me. Um, yeah. Nice. I'm teaching you the ways. I'm coming along slowly, slowly and surely, getting there. And I wouldn't, I also want a disclaimer, I'm not super hardcore, like I haven't seen all the indie films and like all the 60s and 70s. I mean, we're married here, people, we got a a little child and we're (laughs) doing what we can. (laughs) Pretty mainstream stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Speaking so... Speaking of mainstream, well, we got the Lost Boys. <laughs> we delve into... Okay, so we go, like... Oh, yeah, so usually what we'll do is... Part of the reason we wanted to make this pod was that whenever we watch a movie, we'll be, you know, walking our dogs or whatever, we'll be talking for, like, 30 minutes to an hour about the movies. Yeah. So we figure, I oh, might as well share some of these feelings with other peeps. Yeah. Why not? Make you guys victim to us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> our ramblings. <laughs> so what we usually do is we start with negatives that we don't like because usually there's less negatives than yeah. positives. And it's always fun to end on Unless a positive Unless it's like note. that killer turkey movie or whatever. The oh, Thanks Killing. Thanks Killing. That oh one, my I, God. I, couldn't, I think I we couldn't shut that off. It. it was like 10 minutes. I couldn't do it. <laughs> I don't think what was that other one with the all those bugs? Oh, but it was like it looked really Eric good. It had Bana. Eric Bana and oh, that comedian, and it looked really good. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. Look up his name. I was... Uh, what was it? Yeah, there were bugs and, like... That thing was hilarious. But it looked it so Soldiers? Good. Deliver us from evil? Is yeah, that that's what... Yeah. Yeah. But the preview looks so good. Yeah. We got duped. Yeah. No, that we one, were, we, we were yawning. We weren't feeling that. We had a bunch of people over. We were all excited. I think we were watching on Halloween. That's another thing we do is like we'll have people over to watch during Halloween, get some get some freak on. <laughs> get your freak on. Uh, yeah, back to this movie. All right. Negatives. I guess just for me, it's just a a time thing. Like it's dated. It's dated. It's yeah, very it's dated. dated. <laughs> it makes sense. It was what eighty seven. Mm-hmm. It was like thirty two years old. Yeah. I mean, it's a while ago. Yeah. So it had some of those really funny overlays. Kind of like when you first learned Photoshop, you're like, ooh, look, we can <laughs> yeah. layer stuff. It was kind of like that. Um, and then some of the music was, I mean, some of the music I liked, but some mm-hmm. of it was the cheesy, you know, like saxophone players and stuff like it was that. It's like 80s guitar riffs. Yeah. Yeah. And then that shot of the water they used eight times. Yeah. It was, it was cool, but it was like, the, right, yeah. Guys. We got it. Oh, and then my boy Feldman, love him. But what was with that? Going in and out of the deep voice. Oh, hey, guys. And then, okay, guys. I was like, all right. You got to choose one. Yeah, because it didn't sound natural. Like, it didn't sound like he was going through adolescence. I mean, maybe he was. I don't know. I don't know. But that's that's Mouth right there. That's our boy. That's our hero. What you got for negatives? Side note, we should get Corey Feldman shirts. So I can wear when I sleep on my Corey Feldman pillow. <laughs> yes. <laughs> my Corey Feldman undies. How do we not have Corey Feldman shirts? Disclaimer, don't come at us now with your, oh, Feldman's washed up and he's crazy now. We're talking about prime Feldman. 80s. We're not talking about 2019 Feldman. We don't give a fuck about <laughs> current Feldman. I'm talking about old school prime Feldman. So don't at me about Feldman. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's a goddamn hero. He's a saint. But, but you gotta admit, when he was a kid, he had charisma. Oh, he got big dick energy. <laughs> it's like, I don't know if he it's wrong swag. to say that about a child, but it's true. He got swag. It was so true. He got swags. Um. Yeah, I agree with all those those criticisms. The other thing was that it felt like it just went way too fast, which sometimes yeah. is good in a horror movie to like just wrap it up and yeah. keep it you know uh, but I felt like it was too fast to the point where uh, Jason Patrick's character Michael whose mm-hmm. name is said 1000 times oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, there was no really explanation for why did he fall in with this group of kids why did he want to belong I mean I guess it was just like your average adolescent peer pressure yeah but yeah. it wasn't really explained and then it was so fast too that i didn't feel like there was enough like history of the vampires or even any chemistry with star you know yeah yeah that's a good point i think which the the, the schumacher like he he kind of seemed like he was trying to develop a story yeah so you get like glimpses of it and like you were feeling i think there's a connection to some of the characters but not as much as you'd want or as yeah. developed as you'd want you know, and you're like, okay, like you were saying, okay, is Kiefer like feeling this guy? Because he seemed like he was into the Michael guy. He seemed like he was crushing on him. But then we weren't sure. Uh, 
Um, so I think, yeah, I don't know. They could have developed a little. It could maybe it could have been a little longer, a little more. It was kind of jumpy. Yeah. Kind of jumping around. Like, okay, we're there. These guys are probably vampires. They got Michael. We have a couple questions about some of the other characters, and then like, okay, it ends. Yeah. Yeah, and like, where did the little boy Laddie come from? Where did like, he come from? What, the Civil War, obviously. So, yeah. <laughs> That's close. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, but yeah, the, the, the relationship with the girl and Michael was not really developed. It was like, okay, we're in love. Yeah. Automatically. I don't know. I guess, I mean, yeah, is, I mean, for a horror movie, pretty good storyline. I mean, yeah. it's not the, we've seen somewhere. Word, so yeah, there's no explanation. Yeah, of so pretty, pretty good. Pretty yeah, good. I think. Or should we go to positives now? Yeah, I mean, I or? think you nailed it when just the, the music and the um, just that it's dated. I think that's really yeah. Yeah, there's nothing you can do about that. Yeah, yeah. but that kind of adds to its charm too. Yeah, you know. Yeah, definitely. It's around that time of those fun 80s movies. Oh, yeah? Yeah. It didn't, it didn't ruin it where it was like, as long as you go with the right mindset. Yeah, exactly. Not like, oh, this is going to be like some Oscar-winning yeah. movie. It's like, all right, calm down. But you could see like why it's, it's you know, I don't know if it's a cool classic. I mean, I think it is for some people. But. Uh, it should be. <laughs> it should be. All right, yeah, positives? Um, let's see. Overall, I think it was enjoyable. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I think it captured that 80s cult classic level. Um, there was a little bit of everything. Like it was some, there were some parts where it got really scary, actually. Like really, uh, I think the effects were actually pretty damn good. Yeah. And I don't think they're overdone. Like with the, the, I don't mean to skip to the end, but with the end scene, that was pretty, that was pretty cool. I'd say the yeah the last like what was it like thirty minutes when they they actually yeah. you see them as vampires was that was pretty scary. Last thirty minutes was good. Yeah. Uh, I think there was some good funny parts and funny one liners. Yeah. Um, it was like relatable in the sense of like, you know, oh these kids are funny vampires and like uh, you're just dumb kids you don't know anything. And mm-hmm. So that was cool. Yeah, I mean, if you just want to check out, like, kind of a more mainstream vampire movie, I feel like it was, with the 80s backdrop, it's pretty cool. Nothing nothing too glaringly bad about it. Better than Twilight. Ooh, <laughs> no, that's not shots. saying much. Shots. <laughs> I'm just saying. Shots. <laughs> that's not, there's a lot of space, though, to go up from yeah, there. Like I the think, bar was set pretty low. With I like that they were going through the different things like with the garlic and the holy water and the mirrors and mm-hmm. the, they mentioned the hellhounds lore stuff which I hadn't heard before. That was cool. That Yeah that was fun because the only time I've heard anything similar to that was in um, I don't remember if it was Underworld 1 or 2 mm-hmm. but they mentioned that the werewolves were like the slaves of the vampires and they were oh. kind of like the day guardians. Oh, that was their history, that's and cool. that's why the werewolves hated them so much because yeah. they were their servants. Uh, so that was the f- first time I'd heard of it. So it was yeah. cool to to hear that come up again. But obviously, eighty seven, yeah. so it was nice. I guess like a quick, a quick succession of the movie's timeline. Like the you had some charm with the younger 
people meeting these young dudes meeting each other like the feldman and the yeah the Haim, you know um and then yeah you did have a little bit of relationship development between the michael and the star um but yeah i think it really picked up at the last 30 minutes and i really liked the end scene because there was just you know that big battle and it felt good and uh satisfying and there was like the the blood was coming out of all the pipes and then like some of the vampires heads were like exploding and it, uh, they're getting staked and they're getting in the holy water that was pretty cool it was but like you said they did really good on the graphics um Jason Patrick's hair <laughs> deserved oh, yeah. some recognition and Kiefer Sutherland's hair was amazing they were looking pretty fly the 80s the 80s hairdos and the earrings and oh, the the long, e- the long hair the the dangle earrings the leather jackets i got to say that's one of the things that i i did like was interesting was that um we're used to seeing vampires so suave <laughs> and classy or usually you see them in historical settings yeah. you know with the the clothing too and but this time you're seeing these like grungy punk teenagers which is a whole new look which i know i yeah i appreciated that yeah you got another look of rather than like you're saying they're usually like elegant or Mm -hmm. or they're just like vampire the whole time yeah super scary yeah you know so that was cool yeah i think usually you got you know, you got like the the Bram Stoker type with the the old clothing and yep, or you got the the lover, you know. But these guys, they weren't they weren't appealing at all. <laughs> like they were yeah, they just all like, dirty. Yeah. They did look like they lived in a cave. <laughs> no, so I know, it was right? Cool. Um, Feldman, we mentioned any eighties movie with Feldman. Like I'm, you I'm in to. for you. Got to. I'm in for a good time. Whenever you see that fool, yes. Uh, the directing, I did like some of the the shots where you were getting that bird's eye view and you were the perspective of the vampire because they had a lot of shots of flying overhead. I don't know, maybe it was done a little too much, but yeah, I still thought it was creative. I did like how it escalated. So like you first had the first couple times we saw him, it was just flying over. Like with that car and like ripping the door off. Yeah. And then when they're at that campfire and they started biting fools, I was like, oh shit. And then that the end scene was the climax was good. So I think they did a good job of at least uh, working up to it. Yeah. Uh, What else? I'm checking my notes. I did like the little. um, The little vampire. lore kind of tidbits they're adding in so you know in michael's reflection he was transparent in the mirror that was mm-hmm. really cool and then like when he woke up on the ceiling <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was really cool um sleeping upside down which you don't again that was neat because usually they're in coffins yeah you don't see them sleeping like bats normally yeah. i haven't um yeah, and the the deaths were just awesome. I think like the like yeah, the last thirty funny. minutes was like my favorite because yeah. like you were saying the bonfire scene when they killed all those people. Like I saw like a scalp coming off and like yeah. a head being bitten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was intense. 
And then the fight scene, too, with throwing the guy in the tub of holy water, and then there's just blood spewing oh, and everywhere. they kept showing that guy in the water, like, he came up once, and, like, some of his flesh was gone, and again, and then he came up, and he was just a skeleton, like, oh, snap. Yeah, it did. had the Indiana Jones vibes, where there's all yeah. the skeletons and burning and all that. And for the 80s, to, like, it, take the time out of it, but then especially adding in the fact that it was in the 80s, like, those are just... Impressive special effects. Yeah, they I were thought. too. Yeah. Even now, like they didn't look that cheesy. No. Some of it was, but overall, pretty good. <laughs> and then the guy, the, yeah, one of the vampires' his head just exploded. I that mean, was epic. yeah. Um, I think my last thing would be, I, I did kind of like the parallel of your adolescent experience of you're going through all these changes and your parents don't understand and you're feeling alone and then they coupled that with Michael is turning into a vampire Mm -hmm. and he was isolated and his mom didn't understand you know I I just I thought that was pretty cool yeah neat captured that alright do you want to take time for some fun facts movie trivia and fun facts over here start us off okay so According to IMDb, the movie was filmed in only three weeks. <laughs> three weeks? Yeah. Holy which shit. I would explain, like, why it was so... I had that rushed feeling, I think. Because I looked yeah. up... I mean, I don't know for that time period, but present day, I read that the average for, like, a smaller movie is, like, two months. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, three so weeks So, half is, of that time, basically... Yeah, and I guess it would make sense they're in the same, like, locales most of the time. Yeah. Which, I I mean, if I didn't know that, I probably wouldn't have noticed. But yeah. knowing that's that, and then it was a little rushed. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so going along with that, this is just a random fun fact from the Schumacher, the director. So, when Sam in the beginning is asking for Batman 14, uh, that's just a shout-out to Schumacher because he loves batman and as you said before you know he directed batman forever and batman and robin nice um and they actually said later that he was considered for the part of robin oh yeah i guess he was lucky he wasn't in the movie i don't know yeah i guess he would have been a cute robin though um I, I, you might have this on your stuff but this was Corey haim and Corey feldman's first movie together Oh, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. And then the, it marked the start of the two Corys trend, um, which I believe they did eight more movies together wow. after Lost Boys. So there was That's stuff awesome. like so that was the start of it? Yeah. Dang. And they became friends, and then it was like Dream a Little Dream, License to Drive, and then I think they actually had like a reality show. Oh, wow. Corey or, and Corey or something? Yeah, yeah, I don't remember like how many years it was before he passed away, but... um. Yeah, I'm glad that they remained friends for so many years. Yeah. All right, so these are kind of smaller ones, so I guess I'll just hit you with a few. Okay, go for it. Uh, so the dog, Thorn, is actually a white German Shepherd. Aww. Which I've never heard of. That's pretty cool. That exists? I guess That's so. so cute. I thought he was something else. Uh, okay, so in the beginning where there's that kind of merry-go-round sequence... It actually shows us the foreshadowing of the order wouldn't of all the deaths. So the Marco dies first, then Paul, Dwayne, and David last. So I thought that was pretty, Dang. pretty neat to sneak that in there. Which I think goes back to the Schumacher. Like it's not like he's pretty good. 
he's not horrible yeah i think he probably had a hand in that idea yeah that's creative i like that and then it's a smaller thing because as the movie goes on we're kind of like getting these little reveals of like okay these are like half vampires and these ones like the lead guy and so the star even though she's a half vampire we never actually see her go into vampire form i did think that was interesting i didn't know if it was because like oh she's so pretty we don't want to see the girl look so scary i was wondering yeah yeah I thought that was funny too because and then it kind of made me like okay so she's with these guys but is she just like a groupie she full what is she so and that was a cool concept too of you know you're you're a half vampire until you feed or kill basically and then yeah, you turn into that, was cool. <laughs> that little white grinch looking yeah. thing <laughs> um so the original screenplay was originally about a bunch of like fifth to sixth grade vampire kids what kind of like goonies style and oh okay yeah and the inspiration came from peter pan um which i never thought of before but you know peter pan flies and he never grows up so like peter pan is a vampire you know which that's where the lost boys um the name right yeah yeah and then, oh, I uh, see, because Goonies had released in 1985, so that was a couple years before this one. Oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah. And then... Uh, uh, hold on a second. Yes. Um, Goonies, Metacritic, 62%. Rotten Tomatoes, 71%. That's a travesty. I don't trust those fools. <laughs> no. <laughs> I do not trust them, and that furthers my distrust. Thank you very much. Rotten Tomatoes, we're done. Um... <laughs> A bunch of characters were actually named after Peter Pan characters in the original screenplay, but then they took it out. And I think one of the few nods left to it was Mm -hmm. Nanook. It was inspired by Nana, the dog. I thought that was pretty cute. Um, But I guess Joel Schumacher hated the original screenplay and mm-hmm. we agreed to only sign on if it was teenagers because okay, he good. thought that would be yeah, you know, that sexier and more interesting. I think it could be weird, but I also think it could if done right, it could be really fucking creepy with a bunch of kids. Yeah. But it would have to be It would have been kind of really cool at the well. time in the sense of like turning the goonies on its head of like they were yeah. little, you know, endearing and cute and charming. And then if they turn into these creeps. Yeah. So, yeah, then maybe that could have been cool. Because the laddie. Who knows if we keep looking for movies. I'm sure there's <laughs> yeah. something out there. Like I'm that. sure we haven't seen. There's probably a gem out there. <laughs> yeah. Um. Because, yeah, the laddie was just kind of funny. Like, he was creepy, but it was kind so of was funny. Was he a nod to that or was he just like an afterthought or something or i don't what? know i couldn't uh, find that anywhere but probably but yeah i mean i think if it were done well it would be incredibly creepy like i know you never watched it but the american horror story um mm-hmm. season of hotel they uh-huh. had child vampires whoa and they were terrifying they were spooky. yeah spooky scary they're really creepy um the movie was filmed in Santa Cruz. I kept thinking they were saying Santa Clara. It was Santa Carla. Yeah. I don't know why they made up a name and just didn't call it se- Santa Cruz. I have a segue to that one. Okay. Go for it. Okay. Well, so keep in mind, listeners, we didn't, we don't know what facts these are. We haven't, we've only read our own so far. Yeah. So I don't know like what Sarah's saying. I haven't seen it before. 
So building on the Santa Cruz thing. So okay. Santa Cruz where Santa Carla takes place. Carla. Was once so Santa Cruz was once plagued being with a reputation of being the murder capital of the world. So that was a real thing. Yeah, and that was in the movie. Yeah, and so that what's <laughs> cool about that was the was inspired by the brutal murders in the seventies. I guess they had you had killers John Frazier, Hubert Mullen, Edward Kemper. Oh all, Kemper was yeah, there. Kemper was around there, all in the Santa Cruz area where there was twenty eight murders in only thirty months. Jesus Christ. So twenty eight murders in like a three year period. Kemper's, Less than a three-year period. Isn't Kemper the one on uh, Mindhunter? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool that uh, the movie was taking the, you know, I love when the movies can take what's going on in society and then put a yeah. different lens on it. You might not, you wouldn't think of that probably, but maybe, you know, like I'm thinking Murder Capital. But I thought it was like a joke and I was like, okay, this is like ringing a bell. Yeah. Um yeah, and maybe they didn't. Maybe they didn't want to call it Santa Cruz because it'd be insensitive or something. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe it was just supposed to be a, like a pivot off of it. But yeah, I don't know why they call it Santa Carla. Yeah, I would just like Santa Santa Clara or Santa Cruz. Yeah, just go for it. I don't know, bro. The other thing is that uh, Santa Cruz in Spanish means holy cross which is like uh, <laughs> for a vampire cool. movie yeah ah damn it missed opportunity someone call schumacher yeah I'll give him a piece I of mind know. about this look you can't get more perfect if you want to give us the batman nipples that's one thing but this, <laughs> this isn't okay we can forgive you for the nipples but this is too much <sighs> holy rusted metal batman <laughs> um oh my god okay i found out there's a what? poster in the movie in Sam's bedroom, and we. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> it is Rob Lowe <laughs> from St. Elmo's Fire, and I apologize oh. because I love Rob Lowe, and I could not tell. <laughs> it, it was, was a like, boy or girl. Yeah. Well, he's so pretty. He's very pretty, and I love him so much. Um, but yeah, I guess because Schumacher had recently directed St. Elmo's yeah. Fire, which had Rob Lowe in it, yeah. so that yeah, they did a oh, nod to cool. it. But he was on his door, that and was pretty funny. And then um, I thought this was awesome. So there was a casting call for quote family types, street people, punk surfers, roller skaters, and mm. one brain dead hippie. <laughs> <laughs> um, but they got. Like two thousand local Santa Cruz residents to sign on wow. for several nights of work, and it was uh, at that time the largest film production ever brought to that area. Really? Yeah. Wow. So all the people at the boardwalk and everything, I'm assuming, were part of those. Albums. Yeah. Uh, and then those brain dead were those the brain dead hippies that the I'm, the parents yeah the ones or <laughs> yeah to know if they were dead or not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was pretty funny. Too. Was, so were, yeah. We saw like two or three times just sitting in there. Ooh. That was great. Yeah, I mean, so that's awesome because they get to be a part of history, and now, you know, those are real Santa Santa Cruzians. I don't know what you call them. <laughs> slug then, bugs. Yeah, slug bugs. Real bugs. And then my last uh, piece of trivia is that no. the yes, the name Michael is said approximately a hundred and eighteen times, and I believe 118 it. One hundred eighteen <laughs> times—that's like one per minute. I believe it. Oh, 
Are you serious right now, Gypsy? I mean, they they said his name like every other second. That's just insane. Michael, Michael, how every many, time. What? I wonder how many times the they run said. Runtime on this thing. Hold on. Well, I it's short. Wasn't it like an hour and a half. Okay, with credits, it's an hour and thirty-eight minutes. So that's like, what did he say? One hundred and eighteen times. <laughs> that's insane. I wonder because I know they said Jack in Titanic a bunch. I wonder if it even got that close. We're gonna have to look that What's up. What's that? Like eighty-five percent of the movie <laughs> they mentioned his name. Jesus. <sighs> <Yeah>. <sighs> okay, good way to end the facts. Our boy Feldman. Feldman fun facts. Feldman facts. Okay, so... Feldman has said... So remember earlier we were talking about one of our cons of Feldman kind of doing a weird voice? Yeah. So it looks like there might have been a reason for that. Feldman says that Schumacher, the director, wanted his character to resemble action stars of the day. Such as Sylvester Stallone and Chuck Norris. So maybe he was trying to be that you know, tough guy, macho, macho but ma- like he was like 14. So I was like, huh? Yeah. When I you don't really get how that works. Like, wouldn't you rather have like the Michael guy be that? Yeah, exactly. That's what I was just going to say. Why would you ask that of a kid and not <laughs> so a grown man? He's <laughs> like, he probably doesn't have facial hair. His balls probably haven't dropped yet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, all I'll say Feldman and the queef, Queefer Sutherland were in Stand By Me in 1986. Oh, so I forgot that. about God. See, Feldman's in so many great movies. One, check it out. That's, that's really good one. That's amazing. Isn't that King? Stephen King, baby. Stevie. Stevo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, well, this one's not that exciting, but I guess both Corys in the film had auditioned to be Mouth from <gasps> the Goonies. No. Yeah, we know which core better Corey wants. I mean, I I love Corey Haim, but that... No, I was going to say, there can be no other mouth other than Corey Feldman. He's a mouth we need. The mouth we love. This this podcast fully supports the Goonies. If you don't like the Goonies, get the fuck out of here. We love it. Slot love chunk. Chunk. I'm going to truffle shuffle my way out of this. Oh, wait. Do we want to do our, our MVPs? I mean, based on what I've already said, we all know who my MVP is. That's true. C to the Feldman. <laughs> <laughs> you, can, you, you can do one. My my MVP is Corey Haim. Ooh, Corey Are you, Battle. Are you... You better talk about his clothes. His clothes were phenomenal <laughs> I mean, come on that kid knew how to party like you can't see more colors in the rainbow no i mean that guy was and he had the point. little diamond stud in the one ear mm-hmm. but you have to admit i mean my god that kid was adorable yeah. he was so sweet and genuine and vulnerable and his character was awesome because he's killing vampires he was protecting his mom yeah. I, mean, I don't know all right, a real, I'll give a real MVP, I think. He had a lot of charm. My real one would probably be the grandpa. I'll go to the other end. Because <laughs> he's, like, unsuspecting. You think, oh, that's old loon. Like, he's just hanging out. Taxidermist. And then he saves the fucking day. Yeah. He's got all those spikes. He's got. He's doing his taxidermy. And then I did, like, the end of the film where, the you know, he's like, well, this is the murder of all the vampires around here. Yeah. Kinda, uh 
because they had the light from the fridge on them and then they shut it and then their faces all went dark so yeah that was cool and he got he's a got lot of real, ass. Yeah. He's getting ass. He's driving that car around, um, which was a pretty damn sexy car, the blue one. So, uh, yeah. How do you mean, think Grandpa's my MVP? I you definitely... can tell he had a good life, like with the a little bit of a party, party animal, party time. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I would, I would have gone with Feldman, but you know, I took him. Well, he just, he was honestly like, hey, he wasn't in the movie as much as I would have liked him to be. Yeah. And then I don't, I feel like this if he was the one where Haim kind of outshined him. Yeah, a little bit. I gotta agree. Actually, all, all my Feldman love, you know, he took the, he took the L on this one. Yeah. He took the L. Sadly, it's okay. Other Corey can shine Are you sometimes okay? too. Are you okay? Uh, Are you alright? I'll make it. Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Nanook. Oh, Nanook. Nanook would Nanook. be second MVP. The beautiful, beautiful pooch. And then that mother for dealing with all those shenanigans. Poor mom. I know, a single mom, her, her one son's a vampire, and then. She finally is trying to find love again, and then oh look, he's, he's a vampire, vampire too! God damn it! <laughs> Thank you for listening to our rambling. Yes, I think that about wraps it up. Um, we do have an Instagram account that I started. <laughs> Follow um, us. Tell your friends. It's called the Scream Team Pod. P O D Scream Team Pod on Instagram. Um. If this picks up a following, I I will try and add a Twitter, maybe Facebook. I'm kind of over Facebook. For you people out there that love it, I'll, I would I would do it for you. But yeah, I think that's about it. And uh, so when we watch, we actually recorded ourselves, so we have a little we'll have a little compilation of all our uh, reactions. Not all our reactions, but some of our fun reactions. Our favorites. Enjoy. <laughs> forget to keep, scream keep on screaming babies richard donner more like richard boner <laughs> <laughs> nipple nipple gate uh -oh. no run dude uh oh oh side eye from the queef pussy go take a bath bitch <laughs> never in the nook star where are you star grandpa getting it in Oh, that hair, Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. He just done fell out that tree. Because he's handsome. You got that big hair energy. No. Well, that house is wrecked. Well, that looks like after Taco Bell. <laughs> what in the hell? By telling by his jacket, he's been around <laughs> since the Civil War. <laughs> <laughs>